if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. All right, so, David, I have a question for you, David. Yeah. <laughs> How was the craft show? See what I did there? <laughs> I did. I like that. I, I like that. That yeah. was really good. Uh, it went great. It was probably my second best craft show ever. Oh, 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 Jimmy's Jimmy's fidgeting with stuff again. We can start over, <laughs> okay. Jimmy, if you want to. That's, that's cool. Uh, no, the craft show went great. Uh, the, the one I did previously, which was a couple years ago, that was my best one ever. So I was kind of hoping to top that, and I, I didn't. Um, but it was, I think it was my, my second best one. It was huge. I think there was, um, I could be wrong, but I think there was like 70 some vendors there and Kelly and I got, uh, um, so it's all by, by luck. And we were put into a tent and it was in the lower thirties that day. So it was really cold. The tent was heated, but it was still very cold. Um, and then there was a building and, that, uh, so there was like a couple places for people to go, and some of the things that sold out quickly last time did not sell out this time, and and it was it was kind of funny because I doubled down on on those things and they they didn't sell, so it was kind of a learning process. And I think the next time is I I want to focus more on one thing so I don't have like a variety of, of woodworking objects and, and little knickknacks and stuff but just have one thing and a variety of that one thing I, I, there, there were certain booths that I would see and there was a, there was a look, there was a feel there was, there was they made that one thing you know like there was a booth of just cutting boards and there was a booth of just beard oils and a booth of little um, plush, plush toys, and I think I want to go that route. I want to, I want to have that one thing, whether it's like the laser cut notebooks, which seem to sell well, or mm. little little bits of six by six art pieces that kind of sold well. Like I, I, that's what I'm going to do next time, and it'll be a, it'll be an experiment. It could be a total loss, or it could mm. be a total win. How do you think that'll be with you know? Up to, uh, when you do these, you have to make a whole bunch of this thing, and then a whole bunch of that thing, and a whole bunch of that thing. Right. And so, with that shift, you would end up making a whole bunch yeah. of one thing rather than a whole bunch of a few things. Do you think that would be easier or harder? Or I think I think it would be easier. I think it would be less fun because with what we do, the three of us, we rarely make the same thing again. Like we're always moving on. Right. But I think. Um, so one of the things that that kind of sold well was this like little six by six art pieces um, that that I made frames for, and they were like regional art. So it would be like a laser cut piece of the state of Michigan or a laser cut piece that had something to do with Toledo, and I could do a variety of those where I could bring in my graphic design skills from um, from my past and kind of like come up with like maybe ten twenty different different things. And so they're all the same little thing, and they're all like it would be like flipping through a record crate at a record store, but these these little art pieces. And so I think the fun That's would cool. come from designing all that stuff. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Jimmy, what have you been up to? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with good ideas for our topic. 
Sorry, I got a couple good ones. Um, we just <laughs> we just had the class this weekend, the blacksmith class, the second one, and it went phenomenal. Everybody had a really good time. Uh, we all had a good time, you know, as the host Taylor and I, and and Rory as the teacher, and Brett, and we had a great, 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 great time. I mean, I can't say enough about it. There's going to be a lot of good social media on it, and we had a couple of Zach. Uh, ZH Fabrications came as well, and uh, a guy named Cliff, who's not big big on social media, but he's going to be. Cliff is a very skilled blacksmith. He was here, learned a lot from him. Met him at Make a Fair in New York a couple months back. So, Make a Fair is important for making connections, and um, just a great time. And the students all really had a lot of fun. And we did it inside the new building because it got down to the wire, and we realized the weather was just going to be uncooperative. And so uh, Rory here, Rory got here a day early and we moved all the stuff inside the building and it was great because there was some blistery moments with the weather, like sideways wind with snow. It's finally snowed. It snowed this weekend of all weekends and nothing accumulated, but the weather was just sideways, cutting, piercing cold. And we were all inside for it. It was great. It was really nice. Nice. And a couple of friends showed up with anvils and... And it was great. Anvils and some extra forges. So everybody was was well accommodated, I think. And some really good wins. A lot of the guys came, have never, ever struck anything with a hammer. Uh, never struck hot metal with a hammer. And they left with some really cool things. So and it was cool. A lot of guys drove here. So we have uh, my buddy Chris Cash, who has Mount Phillips blacksmithing. This is his Instagram. Chris came here from Maryland with a truck full of stuff. So a lot of the guys bought some of his stuff. And uh, everybody, everybody seemed to go home smarter and happier. So it was really, really good. It was really a lot of really good, feel good moments. And it's just, it's just each time we do it, it's just cementing the idea more and more. And uh, my business partner and I had some conversations this week. He came to hang out in the class and see what was going on, my buddy. Uh, we we decided we're going to try and do ten classes next year, and that includes you guys if you're still up for it. And so uh, that's what we're, you know, it's getting just more, more and more solid as like, this is a good direction. This is the right direction. So that's it. I mean, I can't say any funny anecdotes that I can think of off the top of my head, but it was just a lot of feel good moments. That's really all it was. Just a lot of good stuff. Excellent. Um, cool. I didn't do too much social media just because I was so busy. Just, I was kind of the uh, camp counselor, making sure everybody was having fun and mm-hmm. everybody had water and food and coffee and and was having a good time and had metal and had anvil time. So I didn't do too much social media, but it was really fun. It was a lot, a lot of fun. And it's good. And then, so I'm getting ready now for the canoe is this week. So tomorrow I have a private event at the Filson store. It's their own private launch for this book that I'm in. They, they did a photographic book of all the people wearing their clothes and they happened to pick me, which is nice. And so they want me at the store doing some hand work. So I'm going to be doing some paddle work while I'm there. And then Saturday and Sunday next week is the big event where I have to take the canoe into the city and put it into the store. And I have to also try and take the canoe out on the water this week. So it's going to be fun. What's you, up, you haven't oh. taken the canoe out in the water yet? I thought I saw a I photo of you by water. Uh, yeah, but no, the canoe wasn't in that photo. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You can pretty- take a canoe to water, but you can't. <laughs> can't make it go in the water. No, uh, we just haven't had the time. We haven't, the schedule got so jammed up that today, right after the podcast, Tal and I were going to try and find a place to go put it in the water. We have my buddy's house at the very least, but his lake is really small. We'd have to do some creative camera work to make it seem like we were in a big lake. But <laughs> today or well, tomorrow all day in the city. So either 
today, if there's a break in the weather, it's actually nice out right now, or Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, I'm going to take the canoe out. I just need, I need a 30 second shot really, but you know, something that looks a little epic. And then I can wrap the video. It's all, it's just waiting for those closing pieces. And yeah, that's it. So I'm excited. And then I'm working on my tips video. I put one tip video out and this week I have to do two more. So we're going to work on those Wednesday and Thursday. It was a good, so. your tip. Whoa, my chair just gave way. Broke? I, almost, oh. <laughs> I, I almost ate it. Um, your, your tip video, uh, there was, uh, it was the, uh, the, the miter saw tips. And there was one tip yeah. in there that I, I smacked my head because I'm like, are you kidding me? So uh, uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were cutting something on the miter saw and then the piece got to be too small. And I was like, man, I got to dig out my sled, which happened to be buried at the time and cut this over at the table saw. Like, I really want to do this at the miter saw, but there's no safe way. And then I watch your video and you just like, you take a board and you hold it down with the, like, I smack myself in the head for not thinking of that. Oh, thing. you mean using the extension hold down just so you yeah, don't get your hand yeah. close to the saw? Yeah. Right. There you go. It's so funny. There was several tips in there, which to me have been so obvious because I've been using them for so long and I've done them so much on camera that I wondered if they were even going to be make an impact. And so many people were like, like that one, for instance. And then just a little spring cut where you push the wood against the blade and you get a little bit of like maybe a millimeter adjustment to the piece of wood. I, that's been the most, oh my God, what a, what a simple tip I never thought of. Mm. And that's like, the, I learned that when I was 15 years old with my dad, you know, doing framing houses. And uh, so I just assumed that everybody knew that. So I'm glad I put it in. I was going to put it in. And I was like, you know what? People are going to troll me because it's an obvious one. But most of the people were like, wow, I never thought to do that. That's a great idea. So you never know. I throw it all in there and let, you know, let it fall where it goes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're, you're talking to a huge range of people there. Some people may know every single one of them except for one. And that one makes it worthwhile for them to watch, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I hear that a lot of times. People like, I don't need to know how to make the thing that you're making, but I'll watch it because I always see some little, like, oh, well, he does this this way, and that's not how I do it. You know, so I think a lot of times people are just watching a bunch of stuff for a little bit of content. If they can mm -hmm. take one thing mm -hmm. away, they're happy with it. Yeah, and then I put Spike in there. If you know, if you already know the tip, at least you get a little laugh with Spike hands or whatever. <laughs> it's uh, I, I haven't seen it yet. But I sent a video in and they said, uh, it's nice, but there's not enough like Lowe's content. So I said, what if I take Spike to the store? And they're like, that's good. That's a great idea. Oh. So I went to the store and I ran around the store with Spike hands in front of my camera. And everyone's like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Can we help you, sir? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Security. Security. Is, I, I, and I was kind of like, I was a little pressed for time. So I wasn't having fun. I just did it and did it. And I went, are you, are you, what, uh, do you need help? Are you, are you on medication? And you reply with, if you can make it here, you can make, <laughs> you it, can make it, it anywhere. No. Uh, yeah. So I went, I, I had to pick up products. Every time I walk into Lowe's to go pick up product, they have this sort of credit system. And I have to find the one person that got the email three weeks ago that knows <laughs> why I'm walking in the store. But before that, I'm negotiating with everybody like, you're giving me free stuff, and I'm trying to tell you why. And you're like, and you are, and you're holding cat paws because, <laughs> <laughs> and you have a bunch of stuff you think you're leaving here for free because. Explain I'm yourself, that guy. I'm the YouTube guy. 
I'm, I'm, I'm the guy from the internet. It's, That's funny. It's jump to conclusions, Matt. It's me. I'm that guy. Uh, <laughs> is, is it uncomfortable? It's a good to, idea. Is it uncomfortable to say, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the YouTube guy? I, I say it it's just so that they, they, they don't get too weird. I say I am working with the advertising team ah. as an influencer, a yeah. product influencer. That's what I say. That's a good Because I said, I'm a YouTube guy. They're like, make money with YouTube? How do you make money with YouTube? I make, I make cat videos with like, my cat paws. Is that really a job? Oh, oh, you have a cat paws. I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, all those cat videos we <clears throat> see aren't real? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, um, I, I try to keep it as about, relatable as possible to them because I just want did, to get in and out. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, because then you don't have to explain like all the ins and outs of why you're there and all that stuff. Did we talk about making it 200 in the after show last week or in the regular? I was in the after show. My when I came up with my genius slogan was in the after show. So should we leak some of that out onto the main show so that people? Because somebody asked about it today. Yeah, yeah might as we well. Okay. Um, no so the plan here. Don't say it. No. Okay. Jimmy said. Jimmy said no. Sorry. <laughs> Go never mind. <laughs> The plan currently is um, we're not we're, we're going to do another making it event thing. It's not going to be at two hundred. That was kind of the assumption, but that's um, the impetus. Scheduling, yeah, that's the idea. But it's not going to hit two hundred. We're probably just going to do it uh, in the spring. We have a tentative date that we'll release when we get a little bit closer. It's going to be in New York City. Mm. Um, mm, mm. In the spring, mm. so mm. it should be whoop, whoop. relatively nicer on. Or on the way to nice, at least. And Jimmy had an idea. We were coming up, trying to come up with a name for it. <laughs> because making it 200 fun. isn't really the thing anymore. And Jimmy has a really, really fantastic name that he made all by himself that neither <laughs> one of us have anything to do with. And I thought he should tell everybody that listens. Well, I just thought of a funny <laughs> thing, but I'll tell, I'll tell, I thought of something super stupid and funny. So I'll say that one after. But, uh, we were trying to come up with like a T-shirt, and I said the T-shirt should say, "If you could make it here, you could make it anywhere." And that, <laughs> that <laughs> Bob still can't believe I keep saying. That's uh. the, the idea is off of you know you, New York. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And the name of our show is Making It. In case you didn't know, and if you could make it here, you could make it anywhere. Okay. And Jimmy, so the reason I'm bringing this in in the after show last week, Jimmy said that. I don't know, maybe fifty times, at least maybe more than that. <laughs> I think more than that. It was just like I was just trying to find the rhythm. Was, I, that's, this is what I do when I'm alone. I'm just trying to find the rhythm. Right. Like if there's a, if you could make in it here, you could make in it anywhere. <laughs> or if you go, if you could make in it here, you could make in it anywhere. Like trying to find like the rhythm of where the emphasis yeah. is. The emphasis. I think the, the emphasis on the syllables. Yeah, I got you. And when you announced the thing just now, you went, I went whoop whoop. That's a, 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 a nod to the juggalos. So I said, maybe we should call ourselves the Makalos. <laughs> this is the gathering in or, New York. I don't know. Or we could keep we could keep thinking. Yeah. We can keep coming up with this. So we're we're in Make-a-los. Toledo. Oh, um, so I, you're, I'm assuming you're referring to the gathering of the Juggalos. The, the, the yeah, yeah, it happens thing. in Ohio. Yeah. So um, we're in Toledo, and Insane Clown Posse is from Detroit. And so there's like an unreal amount of insane clown posse fans juggalos as as they're called and one of the first gatherings happened in toledo and as far if 
if I'm remembering correctly, they are banned from from Toledo. Like this, this, this is something that happened wow. like 15, 20 years ago or whatever. But uh, um, it was just people in clown makeup causing <laughs> chaos on the on the streets, and so I don't think they can have their their little convention. Yeah, they have it in the woods now, somewhere like deep in the deep in the the uh, rural areas of Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Usually, or Indiana. It's, I think I forget. It's not on birthday. Jimmy's property. That'd be funny. <laughs> we just had it. We just had it was a, on Jimmy's property the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we just had a gathering of the Makalos in the backyard doing blacksmith. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so in the spring, sometime, as the we gathering did, we'll of the Makalos. The gathering of the Makalos. Um, we do would need a name that's not anything that Jimmy's going to suggest. So if you have some ideas. <laughs> You can tweet at us or let us know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's going to be, it's still real loose right now, but we're definitely going to try to do it, try to have like a full day's worth of um, live podcasts from us and us and some other people. And I don't know, we'll try to figure out some other stuff, try to make it worth the trip for everybody who's coming. But that is the update because people were asking <clears throat> and we have been thinking about it and trying to plan for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I We asked earlier on Twitter... I didn't talk about what I've been working on, but I'll get to that in just a second. We asked on Twitter about uh, for some questions or like topics for today, and there were some. It's actually really surprising how many of the questions are things that we have covered at least once, if not multiple times. Um, and I was looking through them, and it's like, oh, that was episode one. Oh, that was episode, you know, whatever. And I guess the funny thing is, we're this is number one ninety one, so a lot of people have not heard them all. But it's always surprising how many things we've covered. Anyway, one of the things that came up that I wanted to kind of call out here so that everybody knows, why don't the episodes go up on YouTube anymore? Because for a while, we put all of the podcasts in audio form on YouTube with just like a static image. And um, honestly, just time, Yeah, I think. Because we actually now, Brandon, our friend Brandon, uh, edits the show for us. And it's... Rendering the audio in video form to just upload it is just another thing, and not many people really watched it or listened to it there, and so we just kind of let it fall away. Um, I don't know if that's a big problem. Maybe let us know, but I doubt we'll do anything about it, but you never know. I don't know. We'll put up it's the, just another thing. Like we, we talked a while back about like every time we do a show, we have to – there's like social media with it, and there's all you know stuff, and the three of us always just need to move on. So we hired somebody to edit and post for us, and in that process, the uh, video aspect just fell away. So, anybody have any other comments on that? I, I think it was, it was well said. It's, Maybe it's we a, could it's do a, a collab time. video every week. What do you think? Uh, every week, mm. okay. No. Yeah, every week. Yeah, since we all have a lot of time. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to, to answer that up because because um, somebody asked. So for me, for this past week. I started a room renovation in our house. Um, we got a bunch of we're doing we're renovating two rooms before the end of the year, and quite a bit of work to come. So we started this weekend doing a little bit of demo and some painting and kind of prep work, but stuff that we could do right off the bat. So that's moving along. It got really cold, so the kids are in the house a lot now, and that makes everything more fun and a little bit harder. Um, but then the video that's coming out this week is, can you see, you guys can see this. Oh, whoa. Oh, wow. Is Look at the size cool? of that. 
that's no, Josh is behind me sitting in his chair, but this guy. So uh, I've been working on the uh, Shore Trooper armor for a long time now, like multiple years now, and it's 99% done. And so the the last few pieces needed to be like assembled on, like you have to wrap them around your hips and stuff like that, and there's a few things like that. So um, I decided to make a mannequin to put the whole suit on, and so this week the video is about making that mannequin. And one of the things that's, you know, other people have made mannequins before. Uh, Bill and Britt did one not too long ago to hold one of their costumes. But one of the things that I wanted to figure out with this one was this character has a rifle, like a big long rifle, and it weighs about three pounds, so it's not super heavy. But I wanted to make the mannequin so that it could hold its arms up in a in a shooting position, extend it out forward, and hold the weight of the rifle. And so it was kind of an interesting challenge to come up with a way to make this thing poseable, make it so that you can, you know, move the arms around and rotate the wrists and the shoulders and the kind of bicep area, but at the same time be stable enough that you could lock it in place and have it hold the weight. So I'm really happy with how it turned out. It's pretty cool and flexible. And now we have like a stormtrooper just like hanging out in the office, standing there. It still freaks me out every time we walk in because <laughs> there's like a, another person standing looking at the doorway. <laughs> Would you rather watch Mannequin one and two or Mannequin <laughs> one twice? The 80s movie. Ooh. Mm. I'm going to go with Mannequin one twice. Okay. I don't remember Mannequin two, but I can imagine of that type right. of movie that the second one is probably way, way worse. Right. <laughs> That's a guess. So we're gonna play. Man- we're gonna play uh, mannequin. We're gonna play. Would you rather today? I think. Right. Yeah. So we're yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my segue. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That, was just, that was an excellent segue. <laughs> Jimmy, you got one. I have a couple of weird ones. Go for it. Do one. All right, Bob. Is this for me? Yeah. Would you rather be a cult leader or a monk? <laughs> wow. So, so we don't have a central topic that we're trying to stick to here, I guess. Okay. Uh, Isn't a he monk, a cult leader a now? Can, it, well, I it, think I would. With that Facebook group, I think I would go with. I think I would go with the monk. Wow. So you'd be alone in the woods, like in a monastery. Yeah, I would enjoy that far more than the opposite. <laughs> I had this is the original question: Would you rather be a cult leader or an evangelist? So. That would be a little too close to the same song. So a cult leader or a monk. So you just vow, a vow of silence. No video cameras. I, I mean, honestly, my my personality, I could be alone the majority of my life and probably be just fine. All right. okay. So I think I would be all right with that. So before we hit record. <laughs> interesting question. Yeah. Before we hit record, I was like, I don't feel like my, we didn't have a lot of time to think about this. And I was like, I don't know that my questions are creative uh, maybe I can think of something more creative while we re- while we're recording, and then Jimmy comes up with this question. So now my questions just feel like <laughs> boring. But I have another we- one. Like, mm. would if if you could replace your hands with tools, would you rather have uh, a non battery pack saw, or would you rather have a reciprocating saw that you got to always change the batteries? That would be you have to just have a left hand as a either uh, all the time saw, you know, like a cross cut saw, or one that takes batteries. 
<laughs> you both looking at me like what? Thing? Yeah. No, I would. No, I'm. I'm just thinking through it. Uh, I would go battery power because mm-hmm. if you if it was just like a regular saw attached to your hand, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you would have to work really hard to get the saw work done, and oh. you would always be using that. So you that forearm and that bicep would be gigantic, so and your you- other one would be normal. <laughs> And so you'd look even more stupid because you'd have a saw for a hand and a gigantic arm. Right. So, But if it was a battery, then your arms would at least be the same size, and it would kind of look like you were carrying a battery-powered tool. Right. See, I, I would go for the – because I know me. I would lose the battery. The charger would get broken, and it would be dusting or something. And I would just have like this, like, what is that? Oh, that used to be a Sawzall. I took the blade off now. <laughs> I don't know. One day I'll go online and find an old battery pack for it. And I'd just be yeah, dragging this piece of plastic. <laughs> so if I got like a classic saw, I could always keep it sharp and, you know, try to prevent it from getting rusty. But then, yeah. So true. That's my thought process. Yeah, I guess if like the electronics like fried out or yeah. like it, you walked out in the rain and your hand fried and you could never use your hand again, but it was yeah. still attached, that'd be a drag. Mm. Yeah, that's a good call. What about you, David? Uh, so, Jimmy, I'm, how do I spice this up? Jimmy, if you, <laughs> even though Bob told me, like, let's let's not do the amputee stuff, but Jimmy, if you lost an arm, <laughs> would you rather have your arm be a jigsaw or a circular saw while being stuck on a stranded, on a, on a deserted island? Oh, it would have to be a circular Ooh. saw so that I could fend off the... Uh, <laughs> The animals. So I can give them like a karate swipe and they would be able to slice throats. All right. You all. Jigsaws just take too long. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, you're going to go, hold on a minute. Let me cut your throat with this jigsaw and the blade's going to fall out. You're going to have to find it under the body. Yeah. All right. So, Mm. in in a serious sense, um, (laughs) if you you had to start over and you were starting a new shop, would you start it? And, and you had the choice between a jigsaw and a circular saw. Mm-hmm. What would you choose? I would choose a circular saw again because that seems to be – it's funny. I have to do circular saw tip videos today. Uh, the idea of a circular saw to me just is much more power. It's like whenever you see a montage in a movie of like stuff getting done, it's like, okay, this is the plan. And then it's like – and then like things are happening. You always see that close-up with a circular saw like. You never mm. see somebody with a jigsaw go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> everything slows down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a wavy line and like the blades coming out at a like 10 degree angle at the bottom of the board instead yeah. of the top. Yeah. 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 You know, jigsaw is just like, yeah. Jigsaw's, jigsaw's like a little old lady from past, you know, like a little old lady in a car in traffic. And it's like a jigsaw is like Mr. Magoo and a circular saw is like Superman. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So nothing but straight cuts in your future. Mm-hmm. Lots of straight cuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I'm going to get creative today and show you how to make curve, curve cuts. Oh, I'm looking forward to this curve, video. Curve cuts? Curve cuts. Curve cuts. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I don't have any. I didn't have time to think of any. <laughs> well, uh, right, Bob, um, I have another question oh, for you. Oh, Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. okay. I was, was going like, Dave, if you, uh, would you rather have... <laughs> I just realized how stupid this one is as I'm about to say it. <laughs> Would you rather have permanent roller skates on your feet or permanent ice skates? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> what? But what? ice skates are stupid because only unless you lived in the tundra, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously. Well, let's say, I'm let's say it's skates. global warming. Well, all right. But then you can't, you can't. What if it snows out? Uh, uh, yeah, either of them. I mean, I, I'm going to. What, I'm gonna, what I'm if, gonna, like, because 
because of the global, uh, you know, because of the uh, the uh, weather change hoax. And let's just say it's not a hoax. <laughs> Here we go. You actually, the weather. <laughs> what if, say, the Ice Age comes back down and you're like, everyone's rolls, everyone's ice skating all over the place, making YouTube videos, and you're stuck in the snow with your roller, roller skates? Yeah, I, I feel like uh, <laughs> as, as the coach of my team, I got to play the percentages. And I think um, if I'm playing the percentages, most of the time I'm going to be inside. And to get around the inside of wherever I'm living in this made up world, I'm going to want roller skates and, and not ice blades because I'm going to break my ankles. I'm going to break my ankles either way, but it's going to be a far more severe break if I'm wearing ice skates. But what if you get a flood and it gets super cold in the house? You have ice over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm screwed. I am. I don't know what to do. I can't. You really need to figure this out. I David, know. Because otherwise. I know. Can I, can I have yeah. one on one foot and the other on the other? Ooh. That's a good idea. go. But how do you push off? Well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, can you? Yeah. That Ooh. being said, can I have need- two circular saw blades for feet so I can just push the button and go? Oh, my goodness. Yes, Ooh. please. <laughs> wow. That's it. I'm, huh. I'm going to sell Caroline shoes. All right, so here's one. With making YouTube videos, would you rather only be able to face the camera like chest, on your chest, facing up at your face? That's the only camera view you have, so all the work has to happen in between the camera and your face. Or the camera is always on the back of your head, face straight back. (laughs) (laughs) Who's this question for? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> what, well, uh, oh, at, so the first one was at my face. It's like yeah, but it's it's maybe ten inches from your face, facing right at your face. Oh man, so the, the entire field of view is yeah. Your face. Um, I think I'm going to go with on my face. Um, this is going to get weird, but you know the the eye contact with the viewers <laughs> yeah. what connects everybody. But people are going to see that I have you know a runny nose problem in the in the winter. Um, You're gonna have to make little tiny things that happen in front of your face. So you make like yeah. little landscapes for the tip of your nose. Yeah, I need yeah. to brush and floss. Be cross side the too. whole time. Yeah. What about you, Jimmy? Hmm. Yeah, I, I would have to. The camera would have to be at my face. I would just make tiny things that sit on my nose. Hmm. It would all be about what happens huh. on the tip of my nose. I'd make the tip of my nose the <laughs> paradise landscape of YouTube. So like a tiny little workbench that sits over your nose and rests around your nose, and then everything is on top of that. And the whole time I'd be cross-eyed looking at my hand. Well, if I had that hand, so it would be really clumsy. See, I'm disappointed because I thought at least one of you guys would have thought I'll put it behind me and then just cover my shop with mirrors, and then you could work in front of yourself. Like normal. Oh, I'm changing my answer. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that. (laughs) Uh, It would probably ruin our eyes trying to focus on something at the tip of our nose all the time, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'd just be so weird to have your face be the full background of every shot, no matter what you put in front of it. Mm -hmm. Like the background would just always be your face. Mm. Anyway, anybody got any more? Um, Man. So uh, this question came from from Forby. He tweeted at us 
and he had a, a silly question, and I don't remember what it was, but it was something along the lines of, Bob, would you rather have robot eyes or robot arms? Oh, yeah, would you have the, rather have robot eyes, robot arms, or robot legs? Legs. Well, yeah, legs. I mean, you, we could, you can move all day long, right? I don't, you know what? I'm going to go robot arms because that's, that's the thing that does the thing, right? Yeah. 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 You could like, you could program them to just have super precision and like you wouldn't ever do anything wrong. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't ever put your hand in the wrong place because it would, (laughs) they're robots. So obviously they're going to do it all perfectly. Right. Although if you had robot eyes, maybe they can measure things just from seeing them. I feel like my Maybe. phone technology is going to get so much better over the next 10 years that I can just, like, put the phone over my face and it'll measure things for me. My phone will be better. Well, they have the new, the new app has that. You could, yeah. You could measure stuff. Yeah, the AR measure thing, <clears throat> which we tried in one of the rooms, and it kind of works. Mm. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a great proof of concept, but, like, I'm not exactly sure how exact it is. But I don't know. I think the legs would be, like, the least intrusive. If you had robot legs... You could, you could swap them out with ice skates or circular saws or uh, roller skates or whatever you wanted to. So that would be handy. You could easily power your circular saw feet with your robot legs, Jimmy. Wait, wait hold, uh, like, uh, are we talking like robot legs or like Johnny Five track legs? Oh, maybe that's another option. Yeah. Would there be an advantage to track feet? Well, no stairs, of? that's for sure. Oh, True. Well, they make uh, they make wheelchairs that track up steps now. True. So you'd have those at your feet. I, the other day, this is off subject, bummer. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, the other day, I did think about you, David, because I was in the shop. I've been cutting a bunch of flooring lately, and there's just dust. There's this really fine layer of dust on absolutely everything in my shop. And it's a kind of smooth concrete floor. And so I was walking around and just kind of shuffling like an old man because it was so slick. And I was like, I bet this is one problem that David doesn't have with his carpeted shop. It is, it is not slippery. It gets slick. And a lot of times yeah. we, I find myself like on my knees, like assembling something that's bigger. Or sometimes it's just easier to work down on the floor. And that's when the carpet comes in handy. Mm. Yeah. I could see that. The, uh, the, 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 the biggest disadvantages for the carpet... The, um, it is the drill press and the lathe. Those I'm I'm going to work on something to collect all the dust and chips. But right now, those are the the two tools that are a pain to clean up after. I just picture the the more. Uh, remember the Rosie the maid from uh, the Jetsons? That's yeah. what you need. To, yeah. Would you yeah. rather have a carpeted floor, or Rosie the Jetsons uh, cleanup girl? That's well, obviously a robot. I'd rather have a robot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know there are robot vacuums, so that's a that's an option in the future. True. Hypertruda, would you rather be a rock star, ooh, or the royalty royal the royal leader of of a nation? Uh, a rock star, with without a doubt. Uh, I don't know if I have a good leadership skill to to run a nation. <laughs> no, it's the kind of thing where you're born into it, so it doesn't matter what you do. Oh. As long as you uh, kill a few people every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Just to exercise your family's uh, reign. Right. I, I think I'm still going to go Rockstar because uh, 
there's not a lot of creativity in just demanding people to at your will. So I'm, I'm still gonna go rock star. Yeah, yeah. Because you could be a world leader, like you know, world like a you know royal. Uh, uh, I can't think of the, the proper term, but you know, the uh, anointed world royal leader of all time, and be friends with all the rock stars, invite them over because they'll come over out of fear. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Come over and jam with me or die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the, the the pressure. Like I I keep um I keep expanding my business. And you can and, do like the most horrible YouTube movies and people will have to watch. You know, yeah, like be forced you know? to. Yeah. <laughs> well, they wouldn't be YouTube. It would be its own like closed circuit. Yeah, it thing. would be it would be Bob uh, Dave Tube. Yeah, cuz my nation Petrudo would not tube. be allowed to watch YouTube. Petrudo Tube. <laughs> Petutube. <laughs> Make something uh, all the time, all day, all the time. Yeah, that sounds like or else. that sounds like a lot of stress and pressure, though. Like I, I keep expanding my own business to reduce uh, stress and reduce the pressure, uh, and just you know having. But the difference is, is like if you're the high exalted leader of all time of of some weird nation, you know, unless unless you get overthrown, you'll always be there as a rock star. You know, you'll be like you know. In your eighties, eighties doing bar bar gigs, you know, playing with some. Yeah, guy that used if to you're sing the like leader, lead you can just be like everybody in the country is going to watch me play music right now, and you are a rock star, whether you you know should be or not. Uh, here, so, I like how all we do is argument. spend the time trying to talk you into the thing you didn't pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, end of argument. Though uh, I like to earn my success, and so I w- I would earn being a rock star. I did not earn the the leadership of a nation. It depends well, on how many people uh, you kill. Uh, uh, so <laughs> but <sure about> anyway, <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> okay, so Jimmy, Jimmy, That's here's fun. here's one for you. Yeah. Would you rather be an ad executive, not a designer, an executive like a a pitch man, or a programmer? I. Mm. I a pitchman, I would love that. I mean, but I wouldn't have to be an artist. Not, not like a, not yeah, not doing the work. Like the one that, like the creative people hand you a. Here's the thing that you got to sell them on, and you go sell them on it. I, I, I would rather do that because I, I, that's a lot of entertaining. I've had advertising teachers, and uh, they were kind of fun. Uh, I would rather be a, an, an ad executive, as much as I think that uh, you know, hmm. they're the opposite of being an artist. I would do that over being a programmer. I, I, f- okay. I feel like Here's every time I meet a programmer, that. they apologize. Like I was like, "What do you do?" I'm a programmer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to say. That. <laughs> and that I mean, I'm not saying that they should be ashamed or that they should have to apologize. But there's something about being a programmer that makes most of the ones I meet apologize about it. And I, maybe it's just that comparing themselves to me, where I, I get to make a lot of things, but that's just how I grew up. So, and they grew up and doing programming so there's nothing to be apologizing about because it, it's it's a necessary thing we need to do so what I I'm think saying it's is, really go ahead go ahead go ahead finish up I was gonna say if you know if there was a group of programmers they would all be uh, you know flaunting their wares but it, you know and when they meet me at a make affair or something like yeah I'm a programmer but that's not really what I'm here to talk about but I think that's you know an, an honorable mm-hmm. profession is basically what I'm saying but I'd rather be an ad executive yeah that's well. The reason I was curious about that is because programming is one of those things that you have to get. You have to be well versed in it enough to be able to understand kind of the <clears throat> creative side of it. I think, like, there's a big technical hurdle, 
And then once you get over that technical hurdle and you don't have to worry about like, am I typing this thing correctly or am I using the right word for this thing or whatever, then you get into the creative side of it of problem solving. And knowing you, it would be interesting to see like if you had the context of that of the skill set of the toolkit that you needed to be able to program, I wonder if you wouldn't really enjoy the problem solving side of it because it's it's like more abstract problem solving and I mean, I don't know, we won't know that unless you try it, but you know. In a form just curious. In a former job, I got to watch this company grow from very small to a, a medium-sized company and the one of the bosses was an amazing graphic designer and I got to watch him do less graphic design and more admin, more client meetings. And like, I just, and maybe he enjoyed that more, um, being, being that, that guy. But for me, as an outsider, I'm like, that's so sad. You get to do less creative stuff, you know? So I, yeah, Given the, if I had the choice, I I would definitely go programming just because of the problem solving, creativity stuff that you could you could do with that. I think I would too. I mean, I was in that position to where you know when I worked at Dell, the company's a hundred thousand people, and so you just there's there's layer upon layer upon layer of manager, and Sounds like I would a watch blast. people. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can I change my answer? I would, <laughs> I would find people that were programmers that, you know, you're moving up the ladder because that's what you do in a, in a company like that. And yeah, and the further they move up, the more people they have to manage, the further they get away from the reason they got there in the first place. And and there were a few of us that just, like, would fought tooth and nail not to have to manage anybody. Like, I don't want not even a person. Not I don't want a team of three. I don't know. <laughs> I want two. You tell me what the problem is with this piece of software. Tell me the thing we have to figure out how to do, and we'll do that. That was something I because I mean before that I was in you know I ran my own company with a partner, and at the biggest we had probably fifteen people, and at that point we were managing people, and, and I still got to do work, but just that experience of those that number of people who were friends who were good people, hard workers, that was more than enough managing for me, you know, and I was just like I don't want to do that, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, Bob. Okay, two yes. two videos a week. Steady growth. No no uh, no viral videos. Just steady growth constantly. Or one video a month that is just massive and reaches uh, an insane amount of people. What's the net result of at the end of the month of those two things? So what am I choosing? You need like five days bed rest. <laughs> well, uh, you get to do more epic stuff that is out of the reach of m- maybe some of your viewers, but it's crazy epic. We're thinking thinking like Colin Furs type stuff, or you uh, and and growth, and you can you can have ten more kids and support them all, and 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 you can. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> yeah. You, but for that, but but you got it. You got to got to heighten the stakes. But for each one of those. You have to like get a fingernail pulled out. Oh so man, twenty of them in a row. <laughs> twenty I, I fingernails and toenails. So, so if we meet Colin first, we'll notice he might not have fingernails, and then we'll know we made a. Oh yeah, double. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> or just um, steady growth. I, two videos a week. Two videos. <laughs> or just steady growth. And you keep your fingernails. Yeah. I think I would go with steady growth. I like my fingernails. Okay. Not really because my fingernails. fingernails, but I, I, I would. Um, 
I'd go for the steady growth. Okay. And and that's my initial reaction would be, well, that's more stable. But I don't even think it's about stability. I think it's about like <clears throat> incremental change because that's just a thing with me. I just like to make small steps forward and just always be moving in the right direction. And I don't necessarily want fast anything. I just want good thing, mm-hmm. you know, good growth, forward movement. So, yeah. And I mean, that's what I'm doing now. Two videos a week with, you know, steady growth forward and it's working and it's tiring but it's working <laughs> and I'm comfortable and I do get, get to do what I want so I think I'd stick with that alright because one of the things about the epic thing and like Colin I'm not calling out anybody but Colin is a really good example of he just does stuff that's so crazy and so big but like I feel like if you were to go down that path you were constantly having to one up yourself mm-hmm. and he is at a point, at a level where, like, how do you continue to do that? How, like, how many fireworks can you stick in a giant steel thing? How many, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Mm. He, he does it, but I don't know that I could. So, Pachudo. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather be a praying mantis or a dung beetle? <laughs> <laughs> um. So this goes back to the rock star wow. thing. I feel like praying mantis. Is just a more cool insect. Like you know the risks of praying mantis, though. Uh, get my head eat off, right? Yeah. 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 You, you get a little, and you get a little dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's about goals, and you know, you you accomplish your goal. That's you it. You can look you really know. cool and just remain celibate. <laughs> yeah. I th- actually, I think that's the same question that you just asked, right? Like, if you want to be epic and big and you d- everything, or you want to be the dung beetle and just pushes the piece of poop along over and over and over. Just rephrased. I think it's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Jimmy's a copycat. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Yes. Yes. Carpenter bee or worker ant? Ooh. Uh, worker ant. Yeah, carpenter bees don't actually do anything, right? Well, they that I'm aware of. They burrow holes, holes in wood. They make videos all day. Oh wait, I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, they uh, yeah, they just chew. They just chew into wood all day. Yeah, that's obnoxious. I think I'd go with the ant because they get to see more of the world. Right. They actually are doing some work. They're hanging out with their friends all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that, Jimmy. All right. Yeah. Rest of your life in the shop. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you have two choices. Yeah. Classic country or heavy metal. Oh. Ooh. Heavy metal. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Keep, keep, I mean, I, I love both of them all the time, but there's a lot more heavy metal than there is classic country. All right. As far as the catalog goes, I would believe, at least from my experience. So, hmm. yeah. I think they made more music in the 80s than the 70s. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they did. It was the, successful, uh, so they doubled down on it. Everybody got a record deal then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, mean, I know every Hank Williams song back and forward and Lefty Frizzell and all these guys. And they're good, but metal will keep me a little bit more mobile, uh, you know, forward momentum. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, keeps you young. Yeah. It's no, funny yeah. because <laughs> heavy metal keeps you young. <laughs> I, 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 I most 
definitely listen to like more heavy metal, although that's not my favorite genre of music. I listen to more heavy metal than classic country. But I think if I'm in the shop and if it's for the rest of my life, I think I would go the classic country just because it would be a little bit more a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more like I can sing along with this Willie Nelson song while I'm working, you know. I could put together all the ballads, like Every Rose Has a Thorn and Changes by Ozzy, and I could put together like a ballad list. Okay, okay. I'll accept that. All right, David, I got one for you. As a musician, would you rather never be able to listen to music ever again for the rest of your life or have to listen to a different song in your left ear and your right ear at the same time. <laughs> That's, um, I, uh, I think, I'm, I think I'm going to go with a different song in the ears. I think, I think after a while, my brain would adapt. It's, it's actually not that hard, believe me. Yeah, I think my, I would adapt and I would be able to concentrate on one or the other. Yeah, that's going to be annoying, but I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure my brain would explode if I had to listen to two songs all the time. <sighs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, I never tried it. Yeah, try. But I it. guess if you, you like couldn't it. listen to music, maybe you could just hum to yourself or sing to yourself. Mm. So, but, but still, that would be a drag. Yeah, I don't know. My my, my pick of the week, this, and I'm, I'm jumping way too soon, is um, but I watched the the Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix last night, and there was a there was a uh, a point in there where he says everybody needs water and music you can't live without water and music and i was like you know what that's that's so true that's cool yeah Hmm. interesting i i always have something playing in one ear i have the beats headphones on so i always have one in listening to music or podcast while i try to have a normal conversation with whoever's in front of me like right now so yeah no no i don't i actually don't i don't i I mean that would be too distracting (laughs) but I oh sure. so anytime I'm talking to somebody I'm looking directly at them and going uh huh okay and then I try and decipher if I can understand what they said and then sometimes I'll have to pull the earpiece and go oh, did you say that again <laughs> huh so I mean here two things in your at one time is the life I lead so this, this is a situation you don't have to though <laughs> yeah you don't have to <laughs> this is a situation I find myself in way too often where um. I, I can be sort of like socially awkward in, in public and sometimes my hearing's not the best. And so a lot of times I, my hearing's really bad when there's a lot of background noise. And so a lot of times I'll just, I'll, I'll, somebody will say something and I'll be like, mm-hmm. like, like I understood what they said, but I really didn't. And then there's a super weird, like they're waiting for me to say something. And so there's like this crazy uncomfortableness and it gets to a point where there's been so many seconds that have passed that I cannot say, I'm sorry, what did you say? Because it was too, it was too weird. I, like, oh, it, huh. maybe it's just my social. You'd say, sorry, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't home. What did yeah. you just say? Let's yeah. Say that. Yeah. But if I, so, if, yeah, my brain was somewhere else. Yeah. You say I was in the Bahamas for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we do that with our kids a lot where I'll say something and they'll look at me and nod and then just sit there and I'm like, you obviously did not do what I just said to you because I asked you a question or told you to do something. Yeah, yeah you just gotta gotta repeat it. No big deal. Right, anybody got any more? Okay, uh, Bob, would you rather be an oak tree or creeping ivy on a building? Creeping ivy. Wouldn't live as long, but you get to explore more. Mm. 
Ooh. And yeah, maybe I don't know. Mm. Okay. I don't, don't want to be. Sure, you don't want to be an oak tree. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> would you rather be a mallet or a mallard? That's I'd rather be a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be the mallard, flying around and you know, going south of the winter. It sounds like fun. You don't want to be a mallet. Bang it all the time. Do, Wait, do well, oh, do you remember that? <laughs> bang, yeah, I know, I do. Banging all the time. Hmm. Get the double on time, didn't that? Would I be banging all the time or flying all the time? Oh man. I had yeah. to just mute and cough because I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be a duck. I'm picturing yep. a duck with a beautiful gold band on my neck. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Shiny feathers. Yeah. People hunting you. Well, I'd be flying really high. <laughs> get outside the range. Okay. I'm not a I'm not gonna be one of them dumb ducks that like flies and sits down next to a plastic one and go, Hey baby, what's your name? Mm. So I could I had the, the previous life of knowing how things are manufactured. I also had the previous life of a human knowing that mm. ducks get tricked. So if I see a sexy duck sitting in the water, I'm gonna be like, Hey, come up here and say hello. And if she doesn't come, I'm gonna know. <laughs> so why don't cartoon ducks wear pants? Because uh, the legs are too small, the waist is too big. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they'd stay up, right? Oh. Mm. Hmm. Do you guys ever see the video of a chicken wearing <laughs> chickens wearing sweatpants? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, like, look it up. There's a chicken running around wearing sweatpants, being like all boss man. It's actually a rooster. He's like walking around like all boss man, wearing little pair of sweatpants. You know what? I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to let people tweet it to me. So that way a week from now, I'll get surprised. And yeah, anybody, that's, it. anybody that's been to my house has seen the mean rooster. And he walks around the whole time like he's got sweatpants on. Like he's like, like evolved. It's really funny. If you see that video, then you see the rooster in my backyard. You'll be like, oh, that's the rooster that's wearing sweatpants. But. Cool. Well, this has been a really productive episode. Yeah. Let's think. Um, Let's think. Our you guys Patreons. been watching watching anything? Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Patreon supporters, for putting up with nonsense like this. Uh, we are really grateful for people who support us on Patreon, especially make build modifies. Wise old doubt. <laughs> Evan and Caitlin, Corey Ward, works by solo. Chan, Chad, Chan, Chad from Mancrafting. Nick Ryan, Kayla Paris, maker in training. Fun kiss, artistic creations. I got it. Blond, Blondie hacks and make build modify. Uh, there are top supporters over there, but there's a whole bunch of other people that support us with a dollar, three dollars, and um, we're grateful for every single one of them. And all those people at any level get the after show, which is usually more silly than the regular show. This time, I don't know. Mm. We'll find mm. out. <laughs> this one's been yeah. pretty silly. Maybe we'll get serious. But um, maybe, yeah, things will get deep and serious and personal. And if you want to help out the show, you can go to patreon.com slash making it. And help us out at any level. Or you can share the show around. Maybe not this episode, but one that is a little more on <laughs> on topic. <laughs> but yeah, thank you to everybody over there. All right, what you got? Any uh, Anything cool you've been watching, listening to? I've been, uh, I found this video. I was trying to explain to somebody how a limited slip differential works. And I found a good video from a channel called Learning Engineering. And it's actually really cool. It just talks about all different engineering tests and stuff. It's a fairly big channel, it seems like. Um, and uh, a lot of the videos get lots of views. So check it out. Learning 
yeah, it's over 2 million subscribers. Learning engineering, and it does really good CGI about how clutch plates work and differentials. There's a whole bunch of stuff, but I only just found it, so I only looked at about three videos. But I thought it was really cool because the answers were hmm. plain to see, really easy to understand. Learn Engineering, that's the actual name of the channel. Sweet. I'm going with, as I mentioned before, Quincy, which is the Quincy Jones documentary on Netflix. There's a, there's a couple of really inspiring um, points in there where he had some near-death experiences and it kind of changed his outlook on life and... Um, even in his 80s, like still full hustle, traveling all over the world and, and doing all, all these things. And it goes back to like my my grandfather, who's 96 years old and still in the workshop every day. And like Quincy Jones is 85 and still like does all these things and producing these shows and, and, and music. And I don't ever want to retire myself. I always want to keep going. I want to I want to do creative things until until I'm no longer here. And so I found the movie very inspiring. Sweet. Yeah. I'd like to check that out. Um, mine is something is a podcast that I've never listened to. Hmm. And so it's not, maybe not a good idea to recommend it because I don't know anything about it, but I found out that this tattoo artist, um, so I'm going to ThinkerCon, which is going to be in, in Huntsville, um, in the middle of uh, this month, November. And you, if you're in the area, you should totally go. It's going to be really cool. But there's a in Huntsville, there's a tattoo artist, and her name is Leah something. I don't remember her last Pharaoh, something like that. Fair. Anyway, she has a podcast, and I love it just because of the name of the podcast. She's a tattoo artist, and it's called the No Regrets Podcast. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> yeah. And apparently it's about, I just haven't had time to listen to it. I just found out about it last night. But apparently it's about, it's by a tattoo artist and her husband who has no tattoos. And it's about, mainly about people who don't have any tattoos and like their questions and their, you know. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it sounds interesting. But again, I've not heard it, so I don't know if it's good or not. She's a really good artist. Uh, you can follow her on uh, Instagram. But I'll put a link to the podcast. I'm going to start listening to it today and see if it's something interesting. I just love the name. Oh, that was really clever. Um, you guys got anything else for this week? No, that was that was no that was at least entertaining for myself. I don't know about the the audience. That was an hour spent. That was yeah. yeah that, yes, that <laughs> is true. Would you rather be a tick or a tarantula? Hmm. Hmm. Well, a tarantula, of course. Yeah, a tarantula. Ticks are just awful. I've already got hairy legs, so I'm partway there. <laughs> You're halfway there in a hairy face. All right, cool. Well, um, <laughs> Bob's trying to shut me up. <laughs> That's it for this one. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll we'll be back to normal. Maybe Would you next rather week. say I love you or I'm just kidding. One, four, three. Yeah. Love. You. Bye. No. All right. Hmm. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>